Hello, everyone. Welcome to the UEL Smiles podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hamuda, a sports therapy graduate and a project coordinator for Smiles in PR and marketing. This podcast is about you, and its main purpose is to connect you to your mentors, teachers, and any other guests and questions that you guys can request. Before we get into today's guest segment, I'm going to say a little welcome back to all of our students and warm welcome to the new students that have joined us this year, either with level four or level three, level five, level six. I hope you guys are adjusting well to the new atmosphere around you and are enjoying the university scene. I understand that it's a bit challenging to be in a new environment at all once and be with so many people. But the best advice I can give you is look after yourself. Make sure that you enjoy your time because the more you look after your own mind, the more you'll be able to take in information and be productive. I remember, um, I would say my first week, I felt very, very overwhelmed. And I thought that, you know, everyone seems to know what they're doing. Everyone seems to have their stuff together. And I felt a little bit lost. And that could feel very, very challenging. That could feel very, very daunting. But at the same time, it is a chance to do something new and to become more productive and discover yourself. I would say that in my last four years of university, I have known a lot of things about myself and I've discovered a lot of things about myself and the way I work and the way that I just process things in general in such a different way that I wouldn't have it any other way. That kind of rhymed. (laughs) Okay, so one more advice I would give is take breaks. I cannot stress this enough, and I'm saying this to myself before I'm saying it to all of you. Take breaks. Um, It is so important to give yourself a break and reward yourself because you are working very hard and keeping yourself alive, so you deserve something for that. I hope that you're all excited about the content that Smiles is going to come up with for the year of 2020. 2021 2022 we have a lot of new mentors on board and we have a lot of uh, and we have our graduate role team we also have danny jacob our team is growing bigger every day and that's something that i'm so thankful for that i'm a part of that i'm a part of so how this is going to run. This podcast is going to be on every Friday, so look out for that. If you have any questions or thoughts, you can DM us on Instagram. Any ideas for guests, um, you can DM us on Instagram or send us an email, smiles at uel.ac.uk, and we will take in your request and we'll discuss topics. I'm hoping that this podcast will become a place where we discuss really, really um, important topics to students and also make all of you feel so welcome, especially the level three and the level fours, um, because it is a new environment for you with the university stuff. Some of you are moving away from home. Some of you are adjusting to new schedules. And I can only guess that it's not going to be easy. So Again, we are here for you. If you want to DM us any topics you'd like us to discuss, I think that would be really great. So without further ado, let's get into it. 
everyone welcome back our lovely guest today danny bishop a sports therapy graduate who graduated in 2019 and now pursuing further education as a postgrad degree she's currently the operation manager for smiles i mean she's my manager between her amazing brain and great style i present my dear friend danny bishop hi danny good morning Oh, hi, Sarah. Good morning. Thank you so much for that introduction. It was really lovely. Thank you. Of course. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad it's Friday. It's been a busy week. It's the mm-hmm. first time now for our lovely new students, for all our students even. Um, but it's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, I've heard that you were quite a big part of Welcome Week and Smiles trainings as well. Yeah, definitely. So uh, just towards the end of August, beginning of September, we had our summer school for the first time, which was really fun. Um, it was really great. And we hope to continue doing that in the future. Okay. Um, then we had Welcome Week, um, which was last week, which was quite busy, but for all our new level fours uh, and level three students. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was quite fun. We did a little quiz for uh, the students. I think they enjoyed it, and I also got to do um, an alumni talk for the foundation. It was which was fantastic. Oh, that's amazing! Because yeah, you did it as well, right? You went through that yes. route. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started at the foundation. Yeah, I mean it's very different um, to when I did it. I was doing uh, like maths and ICT mm-hmm. and biology. Um, I mean, I, I thought it was still fantastic. I enjoyed it and it was what I needed okay. at the time. Yeah. Um, but it's quite exciting now. There's a lot more um, to do with sport and quite a range of subjects that they cover now. So anyone on the foundation here, mm. um, I hope you enjoy it and take every minute in. It'll be really helpful. I can guess. I can guess. I... I I didn't go through the foundation year. I went straight to second year due to some special circumstances. But I can tell you that um, I think the foundation year is a great stepping stone. And it's a little bit like less intense and it gives you a good introduction into everything. Um, So, Danny, we've met for the first time when I was on my second year when (laughs) someone asked me, I think it was either Earl or um, Jamil, to be a part of the past class. Mm-hmm. and I came in and I was like oh my god she's so knowledgeable <laughs> and I think we became friends shortly after that so uh, I'm just telling to saying it right now to everyone who's in level four or level three um, if you want to know a little bit more about the events that we have going on like welcome week that we had and training don't forget to follow the Instagram account at UEL smiles to keep up with everything Okay, Danny, we're just going to yeah. get get through it and get to the questions that I'm preparing. <laughs> I heard that you do a little bit of dancing. Tell me more about that, please. Yes. <laughs> um, I actually did Irish dancing for about 18 years. So I started when oh, I was wow. three years old, three-year-old little me. <laughs> I was oh. up doing all this dancing. I even started um competitions when I was four like oh, wow it was crazy but yeah I, I was part Irish dancing was a very very big part of my life mm-hmm. um and I loved every minute of it um but yeah little me was doing Irish dancing and it's funny because like I get nervous in exams but okay. even though I do Irish dancing 
or like previously so everyone would be like just we pretend it's like Irish dancing just you know just get through it you're confident but it was funny because I was like yeah but like Irish dancing for me is just automatic if that makes sense like getting yeah. up on stage and dancing it's kind of like a body it. reaction yeah for so long it was just kind of muscle I mean, memory <laughs> yeah exactly muscle memory. I mean I still would get nervous at like big competitions but it was kind of a lot mm-hmm. more automatic than say public speaking but um now I'd uh so I I'm not doing Irish dancing at the moment but I might go mm. back and do some teaching okay in the future but um, okay I also like doing a bit of recreational um so Mm -hmm. with like city academy they do um adult classes so i've been doing a bit of jazz um and hopefully i'll be doing a bit of ballet and tap in the future so that is lovely keeping up with dancing (laughs) that is very beautiful i i dance by dance i mean just about um (laughs) I don't really I'm not a very coordinated human being but I try I try (laughs) um but I think Irish dancing takes a lot of coordination and takes a lot of focus so good on you for that um I'm gonna give you a little bit of a controversial question what is your least favorite part about being a student of dance uh, because dancing is a sport and I know yeah. Thank you, you are nice that is a slightly mean question but what is your <laughs> least favorite part about um, growing up being a student of dance? That is a hard question I think um, oh, what was my least favorite time? Um, I mean injuries of course I mm-hmm. guess that's an obvious one yes um, I've definitely sprained my ankles quite a few times um I think as well towards the end of my dancing career it was a bit harder just because I have like uh, a few other things like I have scoliosis which a lot of people have but it kind of yeah. affect my dancing it would affect my knees so I guess mm-hmm. injuries was a difficult one and also yeah. probably another thing was at dance competitions if my if I was dancing at 8am having to be up at like four or five oh on my no dancing wig, put on my makeup warm up try and shove oh makeup tan. i didn't know that makeup is involved so oh, it was kind of like, an artistic yeah 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 so oh. it's definitely a sport but it is um it's kind of artistic because it's very glamorous so the Ooh. irish dance dress that i wear you might have seen it's very glittery it's very sparkly um and because you're on a big stage and there's big lights um, people need to see you yeah exactly so it wasn't even just like regular makeup it was proper stage makeup so you know oh. about half an hour to get your face ready she was in <laughs> showbiz early oh my <laughs> exactly. god that is amazing exactly. okay yeah, so any other least favorite parts um i guess I mean, I obviously loved training, but there were definitely mm-hmm. times when it was just like exhausting. Um, yeah. Uh, and just tiring. And it's like, ah, let's go again. It's like, no, I don't <laughs> I just want to lie down. Um, but to be honest, I, I enjoyed it. It was it was a lot of training. I did uh, sometimes, um, I think when I was a bit younger, I um, wasn't studying as much. Like mm. uh, it was at classes almost most days of the week. Yeah. So it was very dis- like it was good discipline. Um, okay. I, uh, I didn't necessarily hang out with friends loads, but that was okay. Like I enjoyed the dancing, and I had friends at dancing, so maybe I didn't hang out with school friends outside of school much. But um, I hung out more, or like 
doing something that I enjoy. So I was doing dance and you created your own crowd. That's exactly. fine. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So obviously as how the whole world has been affected by something that's out of everyone's hand and it made mm-hmm. everyone that is a control freak try and think about whether it's their fault that mm-hmm. you know things are just not going their way me talking about me so how <laughs> did you work on dance and achieve things that you love during the period of lockdown because I know I know our university is going to be dual delivery so for our course and yeah. most of the sports course um, under smiles and under our department will have dual delivery so you'll be able to have online classes as well as practical classes and in-person classes depending on government guidelines but for the moment it will be mixed um, so a little bit of that with that so but in the beginning of the pandemic it was all online and everyone has to switch really quickly I know I had to move back at home from dorms and I had to continue most of my exams online and do the practical ones in September so when we went back to to do it to finish the last year so Danny how did that exactly affect the creative side of you and the dancer in you and how did you find time to do the things that you love during mm-hmm. lockdown during a particularly kind of low period regarding mental health and organization and whatnot I found it so hard especially at the first lockdown because I don't think any of us realized how serious it was exactly Um, I mean we we knew it was serious but it was like oh okay cool we're just going to lockdown for maybe three weeks like I don't Hmm. know I can binge watch something on tv Disney plus was new I was like yeah I can just catch up everything oh I signed up on that I got up on that it was amazing (laughs) (laughs) um and then when it sort of started to hit then was suddenly like I can't cope like Mm. I was on such a high so I'd already finished Irish dancing but I was still I'd started my jazz classes and so I'd also started bouldering I was getting like nice and fit I was going to the gym I was doing dancing I was doing all different kind of fitness things it wasn't just focused on like just just going to the gym or just doing one thing it was nice like range of things and I was really enjoying kind of being a bit healthier feeling good about things and then suddenly it just hit me that I was like I don't know when I'm going to be able to go back to any of this like I'm enjoying my life right now but like when am I gonna return from it so I think at first I really struggled with it because I was just like and I'm sure a lot of people did as well it was just so unknown and no idea when anything was going to return back to normal yeah um and then it was just a little bit so even not just like regular creativity as an sense of dance but doing other creative things like I have and I think it's really soothing like adult coloring books hmm. <laughs> I went back to doing that it was oh really that's fun. amazing it was very relaxing I could just completely zone out of everything that was going on mm-hmm. I put on some nice relaxing music had my headphones in and just was completely in my zone Um, so what you're saying is like it was difficult to adjust to lockdown but also it was difficult to adjust after lockdown because things didn't really go back to normal normal they were just like you know livable kind of thing exactly no definitely um and as well like I'd go on lots of walks just to get fresh air and some kind of exercise Mm -hmm. um uh and sometimes I'd be frustrated because I couldn't even just like sit down on the bench it was just like walking around in a circle and it almost became repetitive because 
there's a yeah. lot of parks near me, but I'm like, I've already done these parks, uh, but I can't get yeah. there. Um, and but then me and my friends are doing things like we did awesome uh, theme quizzes, and one of my friends we did like the first one together, and it was really fun just creating it. Um, so I guess the beginning of like the first lockdown was really difficult and then eventually when we started coming out of the lockdown we could start doing things again it was weird mm. and it was and I still find it now it's a lot more tiring doing things yeah luckily I got to go back to my jazz classes we got to restart them and it was so much yes. fun like, that sounds very every time week. you say jazz class like, how can I sign up? Oh, exactly. You should. Oh, highly recommend it. Sounds it. really, so really good. It is. It is good. Like, we were dancing to, um, I don't know if you know the, uh, music, the musical Chicago. Um, yes. Yeah, we were dancing to some of the music there. It was so much fun. But also, jazz has lots of different genres as well. Mm-hmm. So that one was like, I don't remember the genre, so I sorry to anyone who does know jazz i'm gonna say this really wrong but there was like more contemporary jazz or there's yes. more um, soul jazz and then there's yeah, more like new york yeah. 1920s jazz exactly. that's how i know it yeah <laughs> a bit of great coffee, gatsby you know? jazz it was good <laughs> um but no jazz is really fun i highly recommend it um okay it's, it's a good one and it's not i mean sorry just talking on different dances i know we're talking about um lockdown but me and my friend also tried to do contemporary mm. um, because i was like oh i'd always love to do contemporary dancing it looks so great so we did a mm. taster class thinking yeah let's just give it a go before we you know commit until weeks of contemporary and oh my god I was like, it was intense yeah, I, wasn't it yeah I was like I can't be a contemporary dancer I'm sorry I can't do that we had to do like a handstand I've never done a handstand <laughs> in my life and the first class was like yeah okay and now you're just going to the handstand everyone's doing it and the pair of us are just like what <laughs> sorry. Um, am I expected <laughs> exactly I, was like, I thought this was like a, a never done it before class not an mm. everyone's an expert <laughs> um, everyone's like popping out their handstands and you're like um exactly. excuse me and then the oh. jazz taster course or like the jazz taster class was so different i was like oh actually i can do this um mm. so anyone looking to do dance i recommend doing jazz if you've never done dance before because it's quite oh. it's not too um i'm not saying it's easy but i think it's an easier start than some other dance classes yeah (laughs) of course that's that's really good okay so the first segment of our podcast today Mm -hmm. I completely winged it as a little bit of an advice um a little bit of an advice for everyone who's coming back to uni who's settling in and Mm -hmm. um just to kind of close off this segment I would love for you to give me I know that everyone is chasing everyone about what's your advice? What's your advice? Yeah. But what is your ultimate advice? It can be one thing or multiple things about people who are just starting out this new chapter of their lives and, mm-hmm. you know, they want all the help they can get. So what would you say to that? I'd say talk to the people around you is one big advice. For those of you who are feeling a bit shy about that, I get that because I, when I started um at uni I was a shy person I'm not gonna lie (laughs) um Mm. but talking to the people around you try and talk to smiles mentors I'm gonna plug smiles of course um but talk to the mentors because they would have been through university 
we're friendly people with a lot of us are still students or recently graduated students um and we can tell you about our journeys and tell you uh give you tips and tricks you're not sure who to talk to about this and that we'll tell you who that is um but we can also give you an insight into the different experiences because university isn't just about getting your degree it's about helping you to get ready for the world of work but it should also be an experience that you enjoy because learning is fun I'm going to be cheesy and say learning is fun but it is that's part Mm. of why you're at universities to gain all this knowledge you're also gaining a a new community UEL is very much felt like a family and so does smiles so talk to people around you is one of the Mm -hmm. biggest pieces of advice I can give and also read, read, read. Be an expert in your topic, guys. Even before you start an assignment, read as much as you can about the subject. So yeah, <laughs> I think those okay. are little bits of advice for me. <laughs> as much as I would love to speak to you about your Irish dancing <laughs> forever, because it sounds like the most interesting yet ch- most challenging thing that I know <laughs> I will definitely not be good at. Um, thank you so much for our dear guest Annie I wish you all the best and thank you so much for your time oh thank you so much for having me it was really lovely and I want to say Sarah you're doing an amazing job it's quite exciting being the interviewee this time because I enjoyed being the interviewer but it's so nice to have handed it over to To be on the other side an amazing person so well done Sarah okay thank you (laughs) Thank you so much to for our dear guest, Danny. I wish you all the best and thank you for your time. Now, for our last segment, it is a Q&A segment. We get all of our questions from our Instagram account at UEL Smiles, from our mentors, or from the emails that we get, smiles at uel.ac.uk. Today, we've gotten two question submissions that I will go through with you guys today. The first one is, ooh, this one is a good one. How to tackle difficult modules slash subjects for new students. Well, thank you to whoever submitted that. And it can be quite difficult to tackle difficult modules and subjects because, again, especially if you are joining university pretty new, level four or level three, and you still haven't managed to organize your time in a certain way and you don't know how to deal with it. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a list. So take it down and we'll try and make sense of it together. First thing is always look at your module guide. That's something that a lot of people skip over because it is a big, quite boring and long document, but it does specify a lot of things about the module that you need to know. For example, it will have your lead lecturer's information. It will have their email, their office, in case you wanna pop in or send an email. It will also have the reset information. So for example, if you were unsuccessful the first time, it will have all of the reset information. It will have more information than you think. It will have what the assessment is, what you need, how many credits. So a module guide is really, really important to look at. It is a lot of pages, but try and highlight all of the important all of the important parts 
to be able to take into consideration. So that's really important. Second thing is make yourself familiar to your module leader. So if your module leader knows who you are, you've said hello, and you've constantly asked about some things that you're confused about, that will make things easier for you to tackle it, whether the exam will be in person or it will be a handwritten assignment. So say hello to your module leader, let them know who you are. And yeah, third thing, try and have a separate notebook slash file for that module. I know this is a very primary school thing, um, but it has helped me a lot. I even color coded them. So I, for example, I had a module about sports trauma and that was yellow. So I have the yellow notebook in case I lose it or in case it goes everywhere or because it goes anywhere, I know that that color represents that module. So if I, if I want a little bit of information, if I want a little thing that he said in lectures or someone said in lectures, I want to, I wrote down very quickly, I wrote it in one place so I can come back to it. It's almost like my own little archive. Last and final thing is contact a SMILES mentor. Ask for a mentor. Sometimes we have subject mentors. Certain mentors are really good at a certain subject, therefore they're assigned that one. Or we can have something else um, that you can just request a general mentor and he will be he or she will be able to help you throughout the assignment or the exam. Since they've taken it already, it will bring you a student perspective on it and it will also ease your anxiety a little bit. And nothing feels better than I've been there too. So try to approach this with not a difficult way, but everything is easy and everything is breakable in a way when you have the right mindset. So I hope this list help. helps. Helps. Helped. Hmm. Kind of lost it a little bit there. The second question is, what is the most important thing for smiles? And that's a really, really interesting question. I think I can answer this for Earl as well, since he's the one who started smiles around four to five years ago. I think the main goal for smiles was a student helping a student. I think that's really important. We've known within our community and within our students that, you know, the older student usually helps the younger student, but it's almost, sometimes it's in a very unorganized way, or sometimes you're not really getting what you want. You're not getting the answers that you want. So what Smiles does, it's basically, it structures that relationship and it creates an environment where it is free to learn and you'll be able to get everything that you asked for because you'll be assigned a mentor officially. You will have the list of things that you need help with. And I think that's what Smiles creates. There's also a side of Smiles about, about the employability and about placements and about help with placements, employability and etc. And also past classes where there are classes where it's like a seminar. It's like a a distilled version of what you took in lecture. So it's basically, you can use it as a catch-up and they're all recorded. You can use it as a catch-up or you can use it as a good place to revise things that might not be taught again in lectures or seminars that your lecturers teach. So I think the most important thing for SMILES is to make every single subject, every single module accessible for students and to make their experience a little easier. And also, there's a little social side of smiles. So we try to have an event every year, and we try to have, you know, a little bit more fun. 
But the most important message at the end of the day is students helping other students. I think that is the most important thing for SMILES. And with that, it concludes our question segments and our podcast today. Thank you so much for listening and turning up. If you have any questions that you would like to be included or any suggestions on future guests, please DM us on our Instagram account at UELSmiles or on our email smiles at uel.ac.uk. Thank you so much for Danny for being my guest for the podcast today. And I'll see you all next Friday. I've been Sarah Hamuda. Take care.